What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This Haber Better Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Sherry's Berries, John. Just go to berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Go to the microphone, top right corner, promo code HAM. And Hair Club. Hairclub.com slash HAM. Go sign up today. Now to the segment. The Golden State Warriors are now even two games apiece. That was like, Monday was a good day, by the way. We hope you guys had a good week. This golf plus the Warrior game was a good week. Good way to start the week, Middlecoff. Uh... Got home rise. I got home rise the second half. You, the other game was going. It was pretty good too. Was Giannis good. was dominating. What What'd you think of Game Four? Uh, I don't know. Like when we talked about after Game Three, I didn't feel great. I still feel good about the Warriors, generally speaking, but I didn't feel great about the way they'd play Game Four. And um, man, like they they we can talk about a million aspects of this, but they we get in these situations now where it's like it's going to be a thirteen point game, and you know they're going to make a run. You always know there's going to be a run when there's three minutes left in the third and it's a 13-point game or whatever. But it's just – it's these late runs are killing me. I, I, I thought that James was spectacular. You know when you first kind of learn to dribble a basketball, when you start playing like 7-8, like legitimately start playing with other kids, and you can dribble between your legs, and you can get good at it. And you know how he's a master now, how like he can shoot it between his legs like seven times, oh. and at any moment he can go left or right. Man, there's nothing you can do to stay in front of him. Like, he's going by you. I, He's incredible. And Kevin had a stretch down the in the fourth quarter where it looked like you were going, looked like Michael Jordan, where he hit a couple, like, kind of fadeaways, you know, just those dagger two-pointers. And then James came right back. There was a moment in the game, and I'm not the biggest Reggie Miller guy, but even Reggie's like, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Kevin's on him. And you could tell Kevin 
had a had an old school moment like fuck it, I got him, you know. And he hit. He drove on Kevin, got him about ten feet from the basket, and Kevin went up like he was gonna go up with a floater. And then he steps back, and Kevin jumps. And think how tall Kevin is, and he hits the J in front of his eye. It was like Jesus Christ. I just the more I watch guy, the more I hate CP3, and the more I kind of like James, just because he's so good. Well, he's just so indefensible right now, right? I mean, like the the step back, sidestep jumper, and he can vary how far he goes. So you think you've got his distance timed, but then he doesn't go as far, and you jump right into him. Like because he because he jumps at an angle. Clay is such a good defender, and like Clay jumped into him, and you could tell he's mad. He's just like, how, why do I? How do I do it? That's how you know it's it's harder than it even looks, and it looks hard as hell. But you're just watching him going, what? What is he gonna? There were a couple times where Reggie's like, he's gonna he's gonna go by Looney. I'm like, let like, fine, let him go by you because he's gonna hit this three. At least you'll have some help if he goes by you. Did you think early in the game when Kevin? bumped him on the head and it kind of looked like it hurt him like he was out for the I was like oh my I the one way I don't want this to end is any of these players going out and even James said did you watch after the game when forget who it was Dennis Scott whoever the sideline person was and James was like there are a lot of good players in this game (laughs) you know like there are just a lot of dudes just because even the three or four high level dudes you got Kevin and and Steph and Steph looked a lot better and you got James. To me, clearly their best, second best player from a scoring standpoint is Eric Gordon, who's been pretty damn good in this series. Like I, when Eric Gordon gets the ball, I feel like he's going to score. I know. I'm, I'm looking. He went two of twelve. That's crazy. It didn't feel like it, did it? Doesn't it also feel that every time the Rockets take a corner three, that it's going to go in? And obviously, they took more corner threes than any team in the NBA. Even Charles, after the game, he's like, the craziest thing about the NBA is that the Warriors that have the two best three-point shooters ever and then just one of the best shooters ever in Kevin, they weren't even in the top five in three-pointers. Like, seven teams shot more three-pointers than them. Usually you would think, like, in my day when I played, if you have the best of something, you're going to either lead the league or be right there. But he's like, they got the three best, and they don't even fucking sniff the lead. I know it's kind of skewed with them though, just because the way they play the regular season. But I know it's it's I don't I I don't think it's that. But also skewed. I, I, think I don't think true. that they truly don't like those guys shoot a lot of threes because they're really good three point shooters. The Warriors don't just like it's not one hundred percent of their game. Like the Rockets, that's their game, right? They're shooting just how many three point shooters that they shot fifty threes last night. Yeah, that's how seventeen more the Warriors? than the Warriors. Warriors had thirty three three point attempts in the two games that they've lost or the last two games they have 13 more three-pointers made. I'm not a math major, but I did it on my calculator last night, and it was that's a difference of 39 points. And what's crazy is one game went in OT, and the Warriors quit, and they lost by five, and this game they lost by four. Think about that. So they hit. I, I know. I keep, I keep thinking about it. Like, they're right there. But it's like, well, then just be there the whole game, four quarters. Just keep it up. I thought the, the, it felt like the Rockets got to every 50-50 ball. And even though they didn't really hit shots in the second half or in the fourth quarter, Houston only scored 19 points in the fourth quarter. You think if the Rockets were to beat the Warriors, they would be the heavy favorites against anyone they play in the East? I don't know if they'd be heavy favorites against the Bucs. But would you would you think they would beat the Bucs? Yeah, I would think they'd beat the Bucs, but... 
I'd give the Bucks a chance. I would too, but they should beat them just because they're like the one thing the Warriors have working for them, and the Rockets have working for them against the Warriors, is once you've played back to back series, and now James has played Steph and Clay. You know how many times they played in the playoffs? Now they played the one time in the conference finals. They played again when they were the eighth seed. So James has played this team a lot, and obviously Chris has, and same with PJ Tucker. Like they do have a lot of guys that have played the Warriors, right? A lot. So they are just pretty comfortable with this team. Yeah. They played a lot, you know, three or four times the regular season the last several years. It's just they're kind of used to each other now. And they do truly believe, right, when you watch the Rockets, based off last year, they believe they can beat them. They like, do, they don't look at the Warriors like they're any different than the Rock. They just think that we both belong here and let the best man win. I do, and we've been talking about Kevin being the best player in the world. I do, If you had to say, like, I do think Steph being at his best gives them, just is more likely to guarantee a win than Kevin being at his very best. Like, if you said one of them's at their best, which one guarantees a win more likely to win? I think it's Steph. Do you think Steph's an all-time showboat? <laughs> showboat kind of insinuates that. Does that insinuate a little that you're? It's not substance. Like everything he does is based off the substance of his game. But I do watch a lot of other guys. Like when they hit sweet shots, they just run to the other end of the court. Like he he always does something, which I think pisses off the other guys. Whether there was the one three hit yesterday where he put the hands up. Did now, they call I don't a timeout after that play? I feel like a lot of his. I feel like he leads the league in timeouts that come right after he makes a shot opponent timeouts after a shot's made i do think there's a part of him that's doing it not necessarily to show up the other team but to show up the refs because i think he thinks he gets fucked on calls there was a one and one that was pretty obvious they didn't get the call down the stretch yeah where he got hit and he laid it up right to me he's at his best like he went four fourteen, but to me the three-point percentage is not as whatever it's his game is unstoppable when he is driving. That's what makes James and Kevin so dominant, right? You never know if they're going to do step back threes in your face or right. dunk or lay it up on right, you. Right. And it just keeps you on your toes as a boxer. Like sometimes Steph can get one dimensional, but last night you felt like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? And he was kind of feeling himself. Yeah. And he, little and floaters, he was, little layups. And he, was, and he was assisting. Yeah, to me, like last night, because I still think there's this narrative that people just don't like him. He's so he's overrated. He doesn't do anything in the playoffs. Like he has like thirty and eight. And no one wants to give him any credit. Like that is a playoff game on the road against the second best team in the league. He gets thirty and eight. It was like he's just not that good. No, Clay wasn't very good. Like Steph, thirty and eight in a playoff game on the road against another elite team is a is a very functional game for an elite player, right? What's your solution when? Yes, first of all, good point. Yeah, I was gonna say, what's your solution when Clay's not good? Don't shoot. See, like, my solution is the opposite. Keep, Clay, just keep shooting. Shoot no, your way I mean, out of this. I, Six threes. I, like. I, I thought last night, like, especially as the game got close, you have to have some feel. And I, if you're wide open and the and the game just comes to you, but when he forces threes, because he's king of no one in the history of the NBA, not even James, because James constantly works the ball. And And this is probably – would you imagine their game plan, and this is what everyone seems that covers the NBA, milk the clock every single possession to slow down the game because the faster the game goes, it's going to benefit those guys running and gunning. Where the, their game plan, slow it up, muck it up, we'll kind of out-physical them. But to me, Clay, the three-pointers with like 20 seconds on the, three, on the shot clock 
when you're not playing well and the other guys are hot, I I, I just I thought he kind of fucked them last night by just taking ill-advised. Yeah, I'm not saying but, take bad shots. I'm just saying I think he needs. I'm not saying pass if you're wide open. I'm just saying don't force these threes because unlike Kyrie, for example, and this is where I think while I'll defend Clay, in basketball, this is not football. You don't play offense or defense. You play both. Kyrie gets roasted. I mean, a lot of max players, like, that's the one thing defensive Chris. Chris is no longer a, a top-end offensive guy, but he still plays good defense. He still he brings other shit to the table. And Clay brings a lot of other shit to the table because he's playing fucking defense. So just do other things, Clay. Try to rebound. Just do other do something. Else. Do the little things when your shot's not off. That's probably my biggest knock on him is just he can only kind of he just gets in this rut where I got to shoot my way out of it, shoot my way out of it. Last night's not a shoot your way out of it game when the other guys are just you ride Steph and Kevin, and you do the little shit. Because you're yeah, little shit on defense. I, just I, rebound. I, look, I'm I'm with you to the degree that I'm never a proponent of taking bad shots, but I do think it's tough for him. Some of these possessions where it's like Steph or KD and Clay is just we'll get to Stephen A in a minute, but kind of there for the scraps. I thought Draymond did a great job of cut. Like Draymond was how many? Draymond had like two fast break layups off inbounds. It was fantastic. He was I. When he said he lost, when Marcus wrote the thing about twenty three pounds, you really feel in this series he is hauling ass. Late in games, he's fucking flying by guards. You're like, this guy's on a goddamn mission. Yeah, he looks incredible. He's him and PJ Tucker are on a goddamn mission to win. PJ Tucker, I love PJ Tucker. Spent like eight years in Germany, so I love like playing pro ball. So I love PJ Tucker. Yeah, he he's a badass. I I, I like PJ Tucker too. I, I just think with Kevin, or excuse me, Clay. Because a huge part of the game, right, he's chasing around James or just running around with these guys. He's got to be exhausted on defense. Yeah. Like, Steph sometimes gets to sit just out with a three-pointer. Like, he, it always feels like Clay's running around. That's what speaks. Like, I don't know how Draymond has so much goddamn energy running around. It's it's incredible. Or P.J. Tucker trying to guard like Kevin. Like, you got to be exhausted. But clearly for Clay, because he tr- – those guys don't – like, P.J. Tucker doesn't truly need his legs. He's only going to shoot – you know, a small number of shots. Like, they do kind of depend on Clay. They clearly win his leg. Like, he's got to be exhausted. And the shot, it's, shots aren't even close, guy. Like, you can tell, like, that ain't in. Dude, you can tell by his react. He's not, you know, he needs to get back in the ocean, right? He doesn't, you can tell by the way he's reacting, he's frustrated, which I understand. Getting the crumbs. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 